Welcome to Adventures in Airbnb Superhosting with Regina, the artist, and Jay, the IT guy. Join us as we navigate our Airbnb business in the beautiful state of Colorado. We are Airbnb ambassadors and Superhost entrepreneurs longing to travel the world and create beautiful, safe, and sacred spaces for our guests. Our passion and expertise for cultivating unique and unforgettable guest experiences consistently results in raving five-star reviews. We'll provide comprehensive guidance for all the necessary nuts and bolts of this business so you can have the same success. We're pulling back the curtain and giving a behind-the-scenes look at all our rewarding triumphs and unexpected missteps. While there is no perfect formula, you'll learn from our experiences as well as our tips, resources, and tutorials to help guide you on your path to hosting and creating beautiful spaces. So come on in. Here we go. Hi, Neil. Hey, Regina. <laughs> How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, happy Friday. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Uh, all kinds of stuff going on today. So tell me... Tell me what's going on. Yeah, well, I'm excited to talk with you. I've been um, messaging back and forth with Jay. Mm -hmm. I guess he's out of town hiking in Northern California today, which is awesome that you guys have freed yourselves up to be able to do things like that. He um, has. <laughs> we have freed ourselves up for him to do things like that. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully it parlays over to you at some point as well. It's great. It's so great for him. It's like the best of all worlds for yeah. him to be gone and for me to be here. <laughs> well, good, good. Yeah. So, um, we own a, a property in Arvada. Okay. In the Candelas neighborhood. And, um, we had initially back in the fall of, I guess the winter of this past year listed it as a short-term rental, uh, through an agency called, um, called Red Awning. Okay. And they, they, I guess they, they're part of their fee. They, they charge 10%, but they, they post it on all of the different, different places, you know, Airbnb, um, VRBO. They also do things like hotels.com, Travelocity, all those things. Um, and it worked very well. Uh, this, this property was booking up nicely, uh, but we were having to pay, you know, a significant fee for that. Um, so long story short, the, the fires in Superior happens. Uh, we ended up Making the home available to a family who lost lost their home in that fires because that uh, that Kendall's neighborhood is not too far from Superior. Um, they lived there for a while, and that's that's wrapping up. And so here in a little bit, we'd like to uh, start short term renting this property again. And um, I don't want to necessarily go through something like Red Awning, um, but I've just seen the success that you and Jay have had, and uh, really excited to to talk with you and tap into your expertise and making this a success. Wow, that's so articulate and well said. So um, why, I'm curious, um, a couple of things. What went well with Red Awning? You said it went really well and your place booked up nicely um, and that you are ready to start short-term renting again and don't wanna use a company like that again. So can you talk a little bit more about that? Um, sure. So what went well with, with Red Awning is they helped create the listing for us. They helped okay. some of the wording to make it, I guess, uh, if it's, you know, SEO or, or, or what it is, mm -hmm. uh, but to make it, um, I guess, comply well with Airbnb and VRBO and such and, and show up well. 
um, they seem to be able to position the listings so that it would show up in the searches okay. really well. And they handled some of the, the front end of getting those bookings done. They handled some of the front end of it. Mm-hmm. So which part of it did they handle? So when people would, would book, I think they would, they would, I think go through, well, I think they would be found on some of the search engines, some of the okay. listing sites, and then that would direct them to Red Awning where yeah, I think some of the information, some of the, you know, basically just information that people needed to, to book would, would be provided by, by Red Awning. I think they had a layer of support there too, a very thin layer, but kind of, mm-hmm. kind of a layer of, um, of customer support uh, if people needed help. But, but then at the end of the day, most of, most of it after that fell onto our shoulders, which was, was fine. You know, if, if, uh, if renters had questions, if they needed um, to get into the property, uh, that was on us to communicate with them. If, if um, yeah, after the booking, we were responsible for the cleaning, uh, all those sort of things. So did they, okay, so you scheduled your own cleaners. Mm-hmm. You kept your own calendar. Did they, was there a calendar situation? How did you track who was coming and did you, did you track who was coming from where? Or did they just, did it sync up with the Google Calendar for you or? Yeah, so there was a sync up between the red awning calendar. Uh, I think most of the functionality that's in Airbnb, et cetera, is pretty similar to this as far as when you can block off and make it available. Red awning okay. own calendar, just, just so that it could sync up with all the different, all the yeah. different sites. Um, okay. So that was pretty good. That worked pretty well. Um, there was um, some, some dynamic pricing recommendations as well. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it was the most intelligent or the most data driven, uh, but there was there's some layer of that. I think there's better tools out there for that. Um, what else am I missing? Um, let's see. So, so somebody would book. It would you would go to the red awning calendar, or the red awning calendar synced with your Google Calendar, so you could see who was coming when. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did they send the check-in details? To the uh, guest? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was an auto template. They got the check-in details. Did anyone ever request a, a early check-in or a late checkout? And how was that? Uh, if they did, it didn't come to us. Okay, okay. But it would have shown up on your calendar, right? If somebody had like shown up at your place early? I don't think so. Okay, so then in terms of how did your guests communicate with you? once they arrived? Yeah, so on the check-in instruction sheet that was provided to them, it had our, our contact info, f- phone numbers and email. So then you went off platform? Correct. With, communicating with your guests, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I just spent the first part of our, our chat interviewing you <laughs> about your experience. But um, what I wanna know now, if you're willing to share is why you don't want to go back to using red awning or yeah. as you said another company like that sure well i mean the the biggest reason is that they would charge 10 percent. 10 percent okay yeah, i feel like i feel like even though there was some utility and some benefit okay to using them um at the end of the day there was still a decent amount of work for for us as the hosts to um properly 
accommodate the the guests and just all the, the cleanings and all of the back end things. So I think my impression is from talking to Jay uh, is that that you guys have figured out a lot of that stuff, a lot of ways to be able to uh, communicate with guests, a lot of ways to get the listings positioned well, um, ways to uh, become a super host, um, all, all those things. And we don't necessarily really need red awning uh, for that. So I don't, I guess the, the short answer to the question is I don't want to pay for something that I, that I don't need. Okay, what's your bandwidth for, for time and energy for managing Airbnb? or short-term rentals in general? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm willing to, to do what's necessary to make this successful. I mean, ultimately I'd like it to, I'd like to have systems in place where it can run as, as, as close to um, automated as possible. I realize that with, with short-term, that's not a hundred percent. Yeah, no, I'd like so to have- yeah. you work full-time? I don't work full-time. You don't work full-time? No. Okay, so you have, oh, do I remember? Positions assistant for ten hour days. So yeah, so I work as a as a PA um, for one of the larger health systems here in Colorado. Okay. okay. And so those are twelve hour shifts. So twelve hour. Okay. Yeah, so I have three or four days a week um, open to be able to uh, do other things. Great. Okay. So you're up for the challenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you'd like to keep your you'd like to keep the money that. All you know, all in your pocket. Okay, and you're you're interested in kind of because it is a juggle, you know. It's like for us, I don't, you know, we we've developed a system, but the system looks a lot like, hey, nobody's booking. Let's change our prices. Hey, that person just asked for a discount. I'm gonna say no and go in and raise the price. Um. <laughs> or Jay's like, nobody's booking. I just lowered the price. And I'm like, oh, well, I just went in and I thought it was too low. So I raised the price and then someone books. So a lot of it's just like, ding, 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 touch, 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 touch. It's, um, which is why I'm, I'm curious about your bandwidth because, you know, the way Jay and I do things, it's, it's, it's more high touch than someone that just, you know, um, hires a property management company and pays them 20% and is done. Now we actually do that for our neighbors. They pay us 20% and we just handle their home for them. They get um, money deposited into their bank account every time someone shows up at their house. Sure. And they're a host, so they see people coming and going, um, they see the messages, but um, they don't have to do anything about it unless it's like, oh yeah, I know where that second key is or whatever. So that that's always an option for you if you get to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, forget it. <laughs> you can hire a property management company, the, but property management, right? Like you're talking about, you don't even want to pay the 10% because you feel like you could probably right? Like keep that money in your pocket and potentially do a better job, right? Like you're not sure how data-driven their numbers are for your prices. Um, you want to maximize, right? The profit. And so that that's a lot of the question that we ask people is, 
you know, a lot of times the pricing that companies will suggest is for maximum booking, right? Not necessarily like the best pricing, but just to like get all the days filled. So when we had um, managing a townhouse, long story, um, the guy, the property manager, you know, emailed and said, well, I can see in three months from now that there's two weeks of openness. Like, what do we need to do to get all these date, dates filled? And I was like, okay, so now we have a difference in priority. So my priority tends to be, I want to get the right people in at a really good price. And I, I would prefer that over having every single day booked. Um, quality over quantity, I would say. Um, so, yeah, I think now that we've, you've got some time and you've got some bandwidth and you've got some energy and what, so, so now, okay, your listing has been created on Airbnb. Yeah, so I think just, just backing up and thinking about my answer. So I am open to you know, paying a, a property manager uh, to, to manage the property um, if the level of service and, you know, and, and the quality of service is, is higher. Um, and you were doing less, right? The quality yeah. was high. And you were doing less. So you're all, you're paying 10%. And basically what you're getting is your house booked. Pretty much. Yep. Yep. And so still having to do, do a lot of work um, on our end. Um, so yeah, I know. I mean, if, if there's a property manager that can raise the occupancy rate and uh, improve the quality of the tenants, you know, people who are more than likely I'm going to take care of the property and not, not trash it while they're there. Um, yeah, that's, that's something that is of interest as well. You know, if, if gosh, say I, I can um, make just throwing out just random numbers here. If I can generate, let's say 9,000 a month on, on a property, uh, but I have to do, uh, do a ton of work for it. To me, it makes sense. You know, if there's a property management company that can um, generate ten thousand dollars a month, but I pay them two thousand dollars and I only make eight, uh, that's worth it. You know, or if it's only you know even you know seven, for example. So I'm just you just just randomly throwing out numbers. Um, there is there is some value to to that peace of mind and and, and time freedom. Yeah. That, okay. Know, yeah, the, the the service and the level of service needs to be there in order to, to feel good, good paying for it. It sounds like, though, in my, you know, and, and see if this resonates, it sounds like in the situation that you're in right now, right, you've got some time, you've got some bandwidth, you were, do, you were doing it a certain way through Red Army, you're inclined to go a different direction, you want to raise, um, you know, the level of professionalism, the rates, so it, it makes sense for you to kind of take it over 100% right now and to kind of get things set up so that maybe if you continue to expand, you know, 
the places that you own and it starts to become like, oh my gosh, I'm having a hard time keeping up. How, let's see, how do I say this? It almost, you've raised the bar on like what you consider to be your level of professionalism. And so not only are you like kind of setting the example for how you want your property manager to handle your properties and your guests, but you're also um, highly valuing what they're bringing to the table if they're doing a really good job. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. So I pay someone, um, Kelsey, who to like hourly to manage our cleaning schedule. It takes her minutes. It was making me crazy. So just having someone else who is a co-host who can, or I, she's, I think she's actually just logging in using our details and is like, so she gets, she gets the message every time someone books, someone cancels. And she has her own calendar and she goes in and she contacts our cleaners and is like, hey, can you clean the house on September 17th at after 10.30 a.m.? Just that alone is like, thank you. <laughs> uh, so I think also, right, that with that example, you may get to a point where you're like, okay, well, I don't need someone to take over the entire thing. Mm -hmm. Here is the part that I freaking hate. That's, that's just making me lose my marbles. Like, I need one person to do this, but I don't want anything. So for me, I don't want anybody else interacting with our guests. I want to be doing that. Um, I, we have cleaners and then we also have people doing the turnovers. And a lot of times I'll do the turnovers, but we need to set it up so that I'm not doing all the turnovers. And so what I mean by like, do you, do you know what I mean by the, like the cleaning and the turn? Uh, cleaning, yes. Turnovers, no. Okay. So when a guest leaves your property, what's your process? How, how do you get it ready for the next guest? Just briefly. For yeah, I mean, did it before. It, we cleaned it our, our, ourselves a couple of times. Uh-huh. And uh, then we also hired, hired cleaners. Okay. Then after they had cleaned, um, we would go in and, you know, put out the basket, the note, all those things, just to make it those, those finishing touches. Finishing that. touches. Yeah. And what, give me a little like list of what your finishing touches are. Yeah, so basket. yeah, we had like a basket with some, um, gosh, with some snacks, you know, assuming they had been traveling, maybe they want um, like a healthy granola bar or some healthy fruit snacks, you know, like a, like a chocolate bar in there as well. Um, we would do a personalized like handwritten note welcoming them to the property. Uh -huh. um, we would make sure that, you know, after it was clean, that it smelled good, you know, run, run the, the uh, essential oil atomizer for a little bit, just to, just to make sure that it was as welcoming as possible for them. But we didn't have okay. like a hard and fast checklist for them. Okay. And you felt like that was, that was great. It was sufficient. Everybody was happy. They gave you five-star reviews. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. As far as I know, they were happy. Uh, that was one, one other thing that um, I didn't like out red awning is, is we didn't get to see that those communications like if there was a, if there was a complaint or or something that wasn't coming to us I think it was being handled by um, red awning so my support. 
So we weren't, we weren't learning. We weren't learning as much as we, I think we, that we should have been from the- So you, you would have liked to have seen complaints. Absolutely. And, okay. That's valuable info, sure. Okay, so I don't. <laughs> Jay, Jay, Jay looks at those and very strategically mentions them to me in a certain way of like, hey, we got some better ifs. <laughs> it would have been, you know, right. And in, in a certain way, when I, I can hear it in like, okay, like I don't take it on as like personal failure. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, you know, you know me well enough to know that like my heart is a hundred percent in everything that I do. And so I take everything to heart as well. And I don't have great, um, like, like, oh, they said that. Yeah, I can understand that. And, you know, I don't take it as like, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so, right, Jay is so rational and he's so like, you know, ethereal, just floating above the heavens, looking down on like the little things that happen on this planet. Um, and I'm like in the mud, you know? <laughs> I'm in. So, okay. So you don't mind getting, and so if you're listing, if you're not going through an awning, do you get to keep your current listing that are on all those platforms or do you need to create a new one? You know, I'm not sure how that works. Um, I think part of the deal was, was that they um, kept the listing. Yeah, I think that was, I think that's how it went. And that was another so thing. So you're starting over. So we're starting over, but it, it's been a while. It's been, it'll be, gosh, by the time we get that thing listed, it's going to have been almost a year anyway. Um, have you, so do you, so you just want to like kind of start from scratch, take new photos? Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we have photos of it. Uh, the property okay. hasn't changed. We, we rented the property long-term, uh, fully furnished. So I think all of the all the photos are still valid that we have there. They were high high quality. That was another another thing that Red Island did is they brought in a, a professional photographer. Oh, they did. And did photos for us. So that was nice. So we we and have those. And you still have those. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So but yeah. Essentially, starting over. You know, we'll, we'll probably. Um, you know, I did go back in and uh, create another listing, but never never published it. Never got it going. So I mean, mm. I'd be fine. Like closing out that account and creating a whole nother account and a whole nother listing. I understand there's some, some, some possible partner benefits for, for, for your and Jay's um, company as well. If we, if we're able to work with you guys on that. So oh, yeah. too. Um, yeah. yeah, but no, I mean, so essentially, essentially what I'm doing is, you know, over the next period of time here, I like to not only have this one property, um, I like to have others too. I like this, have this okay. be kind of run like a, like a business. Oh, okay. Shared with you that we went under contracts this week on on a, a fix and flip property. Okay. A fix and hold property. Uh, <laughs> fix an Airbnb. Yeah, fix an Airbnb uh, <laughs> property as well. So, you know, uh, here in two to four months, that one could be coming on online as well. So, you know, with this okay. getting started again, and that's why a big, big part of why I reached out to you and Jay was just, you know, shorten the learning curve um short shorten the revenue um time as well to, to mm-hmm. get this property up and going mm-hmm. uh, you know rather than spending six months or a year making mistakes and 
Um, <laughs> not making money. Why not? <laughs> why not uh, shorten that up as much as we can? Uh, so that's a big part of it. And then, and then too, those, those learnings then carry over to the to the next properties. Absolutely. Yeah, it gets, I mean, I would love to say it gets easier and easier. Um, I don't know that it does, but it definitely is like, Yeah, I don't know what I want to say about that. It's, um, we have definitely learned a lot of things, but I, I you know, make it very, very clear. Like, I, I wouldn't say that we've arrived. You know, it's still, which is why, you know, we want to start a podcast because we're talking about it all the freaking time, like with each other, with other people, with, you know, we're looking at buying, we're under contract for two more houses, like, it's it's not so right. Well, I was just talking with our estate lawyer today, um, because I was like, "Do we have a plan for India?" Like um, our dog, <laughs> and then also like Josh said that if we don't leave a dollar to every person that's like direct of kin, they can come and sue our estate or something like that. So <laughs> I called Skip and I was like, "What's going on with our trust?" None of but anyways, um, and I was I wanted to find out about an operating agreement because we're gonna um, we're helping to buy a property with a partner. Um, and you probably um, in your meetups with the guys that are investing, Jay said that you were you're doing some meetups. Um, I imagine that may come up. Um, have you guys talked about that at all? Like as any of any of the guys talked about buying property together, or is it all just like buy a single? home or a townhouse and um so that so buying a short-term rental with somebody has not come up specifically okay but um yeah i mean there's there's all levels of experience in yeah. there um, okay. there are people who have been doing this for a while or doing other things for a while and they're just basically private money lenders oh um, okay they have enough money where they're yeah. happy to be a, a silent partner just put in the money part Oh. And, um, you know, as long as somebody has the, has the track record and their reputation, they're basically willing to loan them, loan them that money. Okay. And, um, yeah. Just be a, be interesting. A yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing with, um, Becca, but, um, but what I, what I want and what, you know, what she wants is an operating agreement um, because it is a business. It's not just like buying property, it's running a business. And um, she got really burned by the last person she was in business with, which is one of the reasons I wanted to talk with her about it. Cause I'm like, tell me all the things so that we can do this better. Um, but my point is that I was talking with Skipton to ask if like he does operating agreements and he was like, how are you doing this, Regina? How are you, how are you buying these properties? How can you afford this? I've seen the car you drive. Like, I know you're not rich. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I know. Um, so we are talking about it all the time and it is a, it's a moving target and there's always something creative. Um, so I hear that you um, are excited to work with Jay and I because you want to just learn how to shorten um, and get start making some money faster, learn from, you know, not have to like spend a year making a bunch of mistakes. Um, 
which will be handful, but we can get on the phone or we can get a Zoom call and talk about like, okay, how do we fix that ASAP? Or, you know, how do we, and I would say that just for, just for the record, almost all mistakes in terms of guests, like if good communication, as you well know, right? And being a PA, like can um, soften a lot of things, but screening your clients, screening your guests is gonna be huge, I think. Um, and that's where we can help out a lot. So, okay, so I think, um, yes, it's helpful for us if you create your listing using our link because they give us a referral fee um, when somebody uses our link and creates a listing and gets their first booking and completes their first booking. Um, and then they're like, oh, great, you're an, you're an Airbnb ambassador. Okay, we're just basically helping to sell their business um, for them. So, but we, we only get that 25 times. So we're like, well, this will be great because we can help people get launched. We can make a little bit of extra money and then we can provide, we've got some financial, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, motivation <laughs> to be able to like give people a bunch of resources. So step one is clicking on our referral link and setting up your listing. So that I think is pretty straightforward. I'm super happy to like, you know, we can do a screen share and we can set it up together. You can um, do it and then we can do a call with any questions that you have. You can text me as things come up. Um, do they, did you happen to ever see your listing up? Mm -hmm. Yes. Were you able to copy the descriptions they used? Perfect. So you can just drop that in. Okay. So what are the big, like the big things that you're hoping to get out of um, working with Jay and I about creating your listing? What are some of your question marks? You've got your photos, you've got your listing descriptions. And maybe you don't, you don't know what you don't know. Is that the next thing? Have you started yeah. to create your listing? Yeah, you I, I have a template for it. Okay. I can, I can share with you. Okay. I think that's that, that's the biggest part is um, I, I know that I don't know a lot, but I don't know what I don't know. And, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's, I think that that's just just it, it feels to me like like a bit of a bit of a Pandora's box. You know, you open this thing up, and it seems yeah. like fairly important to like do it right pretty quickly. Yeah. Because if you don't, then your listing ends up kind of kind of sliding down the ranks pretty fast. Yeah. Um, and so it, it seems like it's pretty important to come out of the gate swinging and, and do a good mm -hmm. job with that. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing I think for me is, is just getting off to a, off to a good start with this. Yeah. 